So we're starting with question three of the second set of questions, the questions about philosophical viewpoints. The question reads, Winston spends a lot of time ruminating on metaphysical questions, but no one else seems to be doing this at all. What is it about Winston that makes him different from his peers that drives him to ask these philosophical questions? You want to show your viewpoint first? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he works in the ministry of, ministry of truth, so I feel like a lot of, um, like, leading the past, he sees things that have, like, actually happened, and, you know, he wonders why the world is the way it is now, or, you know, how it comes to be that way, and I think the guilt of deleting, you know, the truth behind it, and being one of the few people who knows things that have happened makes him question the government and why, you know, things are the way they are. Yeah, he's very curious compared to everyone else who just follows the government. Like, yeah. he questions Big Brother. He wants to know more about the past that is constantly getting removed. Yeah, and he also finds, like, things that, like, rebel against the government more, like, interesting than, like, mm -hmm. most... This sounds sexist, but, like, most people would be, like, with a girl that they just had sexual intercourse with, they'd be like, oh, I just had sex with them. But he was more, like interested in the fact that she had had sex with so many people and like that was like rebellion against the government so I don't know like he's just different the way he thinks about things in life I feel right yeah also like on the course of girls like when he was with his wife uh, at the time he wanted more of a like actual intimate relationship which wasn't allowed in the government right and you saw how different he was compared to his wife because his wife just wanted to fulfill the purpose of being a wife in this government. And then they, they separated because she couldn't have a kid with him. Yeah. And she thought that was her only purpose. Right. So. He's but, just like very different from everyone else in yeah. this society. Yeah. What's your take? He also had a little bunch of nightmares about the past. He wants to know about his own past. Yeah. Before everything that happened, all, all the government stuff. Yeah. Everyone's just so brainwashed in this society. Yeah. Like, everyone's just following this big brother person and the government while Winston's, like, knows everything. He's not as brainwashed as them, I guess. Yeah, he sees that, like, what the government is doing isn't, like, right, isn't right. what is supposed to be happening, which is... Yeah, he sees through the facade that they're trying to put yeah. on. Yeah. I think it's interesting sometimes, too, like, the character Syme, how he was, like, all excited about when you speak. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, like, no one will have any thought. He's like, you know like excited about it and Winston's just kind of yeah. like, he's like, <laughs> yeah. <"Wiss is> like what? <laughs> but he just kind of like goes along with it because he knows that it's dangerous to like, you know. Speak out against. Yeah. yeah. And so. also he's constantly like on the edge about being watched all the time and like. Mm -hmm. He's always in that little like corner, corner yeah. behind the telescreen. How we wouldn't even look at the note Julia gives him yeah. in the bathroom, because he's like, that's when they see you. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, he, he tends to, like, take oh, most of 
his thoughts and like he writes them rather than yeah. obviously speak them because of the thought police. He's very like conscious about what he says and thinks because he knows that he could potentially get killed from yeah. microphones um, everywhere and then there's yeah. the screens everywhere. Yeah. Plus facial expressions too. Yeah. Yeah. That right. was wild. That was like face crime? What? I would not survive wow. a day. No. <laughs> Alright, I think that's a solid answer. Solid answer. <laughs> solid answer. I think that's all we have for today. We'll get back to you next time. Next See you time. next time. Alright, welcome back guys. We are here again. It is still Wednesday. <laughs> what is we up? Uh, moving on to question nine instead of saving it for Friday because we're efficient like that. Yeah. <laughs> question nine reads, take a look at the three Ingsos mantras. War is peace, freedom is slavery, and ignorance is strength. The first two are natural opposites, at least last time we checked. But what about the last one? Orwell seems to be saying that ignorance is the opposite of strength. Why not say weakness is strength? Does 1984 make a successful argument for ignorance being the same thing as weakness? Well, I feel like, oh, you know what I feel like? Okay. I think, <laughs> I just, I was just like, tell us, um, I think that they want, or Orwell wants the party, or Big Brother, or whatever, to say that uh, ignorance, or was it, that ignorance is strength because he wants the majority of or he wants the people to be ignorant. To be ignorant. In the sense that they don't know what's yeah. happening, so they feel like they're stronger. Even though it doesn't necessarily mean the opposite. He's trying to get the message across that the less you know, the, the stronger. Better. Yeah, the yep. better. But it's kind of... And it's kind. But if he says weakness is strength, like the opposites and the other... Mm-hmm. Uh, sayings like war is peace, freedom is slavery, then it'll get the wrong message across to the public where they will be like, oh, so what exactly does this mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because ignorance. Like he wants us yeah. to be weak. Yeah. I would think of it more as like a physical thing if it was yeah. weakness. Yeah, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But since he says ignorance is strength, it makes it. It shares a completely different message, even though they're not technically opposites. Um, yes. Yes. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, what do you think, Jason? I think um, that <laughs> it's similar to what you were saying, but ignorance can be used um, for control if the government can delete the past and everything, then, you know, trying to make that... Because, like, the third one's the one that is, like, important to the party. Like, that's what they're mm-hmm. trying to, like, send the message to people. And they use the first two as, like, a reference for, like, war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength, meaning that... Um, they're trying to they wa- They them. want ignorance, yeah. They want everyone to be ignorant so they can run everything the way they want to run Mm -hmm. it and they would like when they say war is peace they're like trying to promote the wars that they are having you Mm -hmm. know because the people think it leads to peace peace. and saying freedom is slavery it's giving the message that if if you have too much power or too much control then 
yeah, things can go to blow puts up. it in yeah. a negative yeah. connotation. Right. And I feel like 1984, it, it doesn't really make the argument for ignorance being the same as weakness, but it does share a different message. Like, the, the end of the question is, does 1984 make a successful argument for ignorance being the same thing as weakness? But that's not really what the book is trying to do, you know? It's... Yeah, I think that's more of what, yeah. like, Big Brother is trying to do mm-hmm. to make the people see that. Or not even, because the people might not even really know what that last mm-hmm. one means, but the Big Brother does and, like, all the ministries of truth yeah. and ministry of love, like, they probably all know about it, but Big Brother thinks that in order for him to have the most power, in order for him to, like, have have things like go the way that he wants they have to be they can't know about what happened in the past right yeah it's more about um not making them or not it being the (laughs) ignorance being the same as weakness Mm -hmm. it's more trying to promote promote so it's like saying ignorance is strength right not Weakness. Right, and I feel like even if they don't, like you said, you know, it's just the mantra they just say it every time, mm-hmm. um, telescreen goes on or whatever. Um, even if they don't really comprehend it or understand it, like that message, like they still like, you know, hear it right. all the time, mm-hmm. and, and subconsciously that is working with them despite what they might think. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, now we know, but like the Pledge of Allegiance or mm-hmm. like. Um, the national anthem like when we were younger we didn't know what that meant like mm-hmm. we didn't know that like it was this really like horrific like horrific and like heroic battle that mm-hmm. like our country fought but like we still sang it we thought it was just a yeah. song and like everyone sang it yeah. like no matter like it could have meant like oh like we killed a bunch of people yeah. and like like something bad but we still sang it but because everyone put, was like thought it was so positive but right it's like a lot in this, uh, like, their reality and their community, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a lot of things that can be seen as positive, like changing history, and mm-hmm. they just do it because right. that's how they were brought up. Right. You know? It's kind of, it goes back to the whole reality thing, like, what's their reality or what they see as reality or how they were brought up. What do you guys think? If you know less, you can be more successful. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the party wants people that have less knowledge because if they have more knowledge, they go try to overthrow the party. Yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting too, like, if you're aware of that, that's what's going on, do you accept ignorance because you'll be able to succeed under the government? You know what right. I mean? It's almost like, even if you don't want to do that, do you do it because it's the safe route? And Which is kind of what Winston is doing because right. he knows that some of these things actually are real and have happened, but he knows that he has to pretend he's ignorant or act ignorant in order to be successful, in order to be seen as, like, a good person under Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Because... Oh, Do you feel the same way? Um, yeah, because... If Winston doesn't, like, follow this, if he doesn't keep, like the past in him then he'll obviously be vaporized and stuff yeah um so he keeps this knowledge in order to not be like 
Rave Rye is seen as a criminal to be successful. So he's kind of pretending to be ignorant. Yeah. In a sense that he's trying to still be seen as a good citizen mm-hmm. under Big Brother. Yeah. It's kind of like ignorant or die. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, that's just. You follow these mothers. Easy, there it is. Something for you. <laughs> What do you guys think about um, the freedom and slavery thing? Because I was looking at it, and I know it's not really part of, like part of the question. No, yeah. But like, it's, it's so like yeah. two different things to put together. But mm-hmm. like, I understand it's um, trying to say like a lot of freedom is equivalent to slavery, but like. That's what do they so mean by slavery? I, I feel like under Big Brother, these people are slaves because they have to do everything yeah. that Big Brother says, and that gives them freedom so to do other mean? things. Right, but then it's com- oh, but then it's like confusing because why is Big Brother like if well because they have to be ignorant or they are yeah. ignorant? Why is he calling them slaves? Because like yeah. if like. Say our government called us slaves, like yeah. we'd be like, "What the heck? I'm yeah. gonna be a slave." Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, none of them are saying that or doing that. So I'm not trying to get like a negative connotation across, but like, it's confusing because you're not a slave if you have a lot of freedom. Right. But like, mm-hmm. it's basically saying a lot of freedom, like, "Oh, I could do whatever I want." It's kind of the opposite of slavery because, well, it is the opposite of slavery. <laughs> no, yeah. Because like. What they're trying to put across is totally contradicting with mm-hmm. their government right now because they are basically following all the rules of Big Brother to try not to have a lot of freedom. Right. Because, then yeah. You could look at it as, like, almost like a threat because, like, mm-hmm. if you, like, want freedom and you have, like, all that, then, like, I don't know because you can look at it yeah. in so many ways because it really is <laughs> so, like, it changes, like, the connotation totally. Because they contradict each other. These people could also have, like, a different meaning of slavery. Right. Based on, like, what Big Brother has told them. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Laura's piece. It's trying to, like, it's completely opposites, and it doesn't really make sense. Because, like, war is not peace. Like, that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're in war, there's no peace. Like, after war, there might be, but yeah. during war... There isn't. There's definitely it's not. It's encouraging war, which never leads to peace if it's continuous mm-hmm. war. war. Right. Anyone have anything else to add? Nope. We good? We're good. <laughs> Alright, guys. <laughs> got another one down. Uh, we'll check you Friday. Okay, <laughs> yeah. What's up, guys? Today is Wednesday. We are back with some more questions about 1984. We're reading from the questions about philosophical viewpoints. Number two, the question reads, is reality necessarily subjective for Winston? Can there ever be an objective account of history and its events in 1984? Or is reality dependent upon the observer? Okay. Who wants to begin? This is a loaded question. (laughs) Yes. I've ever heard. Okay, who wants to kick it off? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, for the first part of the question, is reality necessarily subjective for Winston? I feel like Winston can easily identify what is 
like in his sense compared to other people he could identify what is actually reality because he has to get rid of yeah. these historical things that happen and then create new ones but he like has seen the originals you know mm-hmm. he understands like what things have been changed but he also has a hard time identifying it because he's the one who has to keep recreating these historical events right making it harder for him to identify reality but it is i feel like it is a lot based on what winston like thinks is reality mm-hmm. because he's the one who's creating and destroying it right mm-hmm. um kind of like what mr Aykroyd was saying like it's hard to know what's real and what's mm-hmm. not because he's getting all this information about the past but he knowingly has to change the past even though he might believe what happened in the past was real but everyone else around him is like no that's not real no that's yeah. not real right it's like i don't want to use the exact same metaphor that he did but it's like um like if you're looking at a color and you know it's red and everyone's like that's blue and they say it over and over again for yeah. like your entire life you're gonna be like i guess that has to be yeah. blue, right. even though you know yeah what you know yeah so like your own reality if you're thinking of it in a subjective view it is very much based on what others think mm-hmm. or what others believe to be just true and not what you believe to be true right, right. but you could it could also be seen in the <laughs> other light as in if i believe it to be true that makes it reality for me you know like mm-hmm. if i was like yeah no that's definitely not red that's like a solid like green <laughs> and i'm just like in my head i'm like that's green like i'm still gonna think it's green yeah i'm yeah. still gonna what? think about that and yeah doubting yourself right. because yeah. others are like no it's yeah. blue it's literally <laughs> and does that make but then has your actual reality changed right yeah because like it could that could be your like the original reality but then you bend it to not be the reality well I guess that's the question like you were saying regardless of if you might know that you may like agree okay it's green or whatever yeah we were saying but will that eventually actually change what you think in your head or is it just changing what you're saying to other people you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. and I guess that's kind of where the question is going and like to what extent does changing your reality like lead to like if I start believing it's not that certain color and I actually believe that I was wrong originally then that becomes my reality right but if that doesn't happen that's that's not the reality you know (laughs) okay I think that's a solid answer for the first part (laughs) I don't want to move on to the second half of it okay can there ever be an objective account of history and it events in 1984 or is reality dependent on upon the observer okay um i think that there is an objective of history in the sense that um like the events did happen like certain events did happen even if they did erase it like Mm -hmm. it's not based on the people's view necessarily because it happened, it if that happened, makes sense. It, it happened, yeah. it exists. But then did it really happen if no one remembers it? Because it has to require people to remember the event for it to be known to be true. 
Yeah, because once it goes down that memory hole, it's just like gone forever. Bye. Yeah. No one remembers it. No one cares to yeah. remember it. Um, it's kind of like okay. So this is this might be a weird <clears throat> analogy, but it's kind of like if you get in a hit and run, right? Yeah. And you're the driver, right? And you drove the car, but you ran from the scene and you killed the man. You hide that car and you get rid of that car. Was there a crime? Mm. Does anyone? Yeah, no one saw. Does it. anyone know that you committed the crime? But then it still happened. Right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. still happened. But if no one else was if there, if no one knows see about it, it, doesn't matter. If no yeah, evidence, evidence doesn't matter. If there's no, no evidence, there's no evidence. No car, no crime. So like that's a lot like in the book where there's no evidence of the past events, right. but it does. It doesn't mean it did happen. But then technically. Winston you don't know happen. that it was a thing if no one remembers it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it still happened. Right. It still happened. It still happened, but... It's like the no underlying thing... Yeah. Oh I think it's like the underlying thing of the question is, does it matter? It's like the first one. Does it matter if it happened if no one believes that it happened or knows yeah. that it happened? Right. And I think... Like, it's Winston has, like, a weird job because I feel like he knows, like, too much... But, like, what everything. happens after he's, like, done whatever, erasing the past and everything is the way Big Brother wants it. Like, mm-hmm. what happens to him then? So does that mean... I guess. He ha- yeah. Yeah, does that mean he has to change his views so he doesn't get... That, yeah, does someone, del- does someone delete of, his past? <laughs> right, which is kind of what he does by, like, not totally expressing his, like, feelings and yeah. opinions. And he writes it down in his journal because he knows if he's, like, if he questions what they tell him to erase or if he questions like what he read about that happened in the past he knows he'll he'll get in trouble yeah. right. so, like it's kind of that's kind of what yeah. he has like follow what everyone else does right yeah mm-hmm. so it's like even though he might not like the color thing even though he might not think that it's blue he's gonna tell everyone yeah. that right. he thinks it's blue so I guess in answer to the end of the question reality is dependent upon the observer because if no one knows or believes that it happened then how does it influence the present so basically we're saying that for the first part of the question it is based on the observer but then for the second part of the question it isn't based on the observer it still happened right (sighs) okay question one you want to read the question all right we're going to keep moving forward Uh, question one reads, according, is it Ingsos? Is that how it's pronounced? Ingsos. Yeah. According to Ingsos, the party's ideology, reality exists only in the mind of the individual. Do you believe in external reality exists independent of perception? In other words, if a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? So this is very much like the other yeah, question yeah, in the sense, but right. this one's more of what we were talking about, about reality. Is it still reality if no one... No, 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 right. Yeah. What's your take on it? Um. How about the uh, thing where it says, if a tree falls in a forest and no one is around to hear it, it doesn't make a sound. What do you think? Do you think it made a sound? Well, thinking scientifically, yes, yeah. but according to this, but if no one's there, yeah. then... Yeah, it's kind of like the car thing. And if no, if one no one's there, then they like 
don't know what happened, similar, so they can't yeah. say that it made a sound or not. Or like, does it matter if it yeah. did? If no it one does, it doesn't there matter if it. the tree <laughs> fell and made a sound. But then does it mean it's a sound if no one hears it? Because if because that's what it's based off of. If you hear something, that's considered a sound. Right. So. It's but just, then would it be considered something else? Just wavelengths. <laughs> like. All <laughs> 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 oh, that. Yeah, that tree just made wavelengths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those wavelengths were huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, if no one's there to hear it, then no. Yeah, but then it still happened. It still happened, but like no but, one, yeah, knows like when it happened or. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, you can't you prove can't it. Like a lot, like the reality. So, so like, apply it to like the book now with. Um, Reality exists only in the mind of individuals, kind of how we've gone with it. Mm-hmm. So does an external reality exist, um, is it independent of perception? And I think it's true. Everyone has their own reality of what, mm-hmm. you know, goes on and what life is. So like, you know, Winston's experiences with leaving the past and all that stuff are different than uh, Julia's experiences with, what does she do again? She's in the... Um, She's in the fiction department. The yeah. fiction department, yeah. Oh, that's pretty simple. But... Um, well, technically, wouldn't that make it the same thing? Because he makes up yeah. historical events. But he does technically do it what Big Brother asks him to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not the same with Julia, in a sense, because she gets to make it all up herself. Mm-hmm. Sorry, true. I cut you off. No, it's <laughs> I guess a better example might be his friend, Syme, who does, like, Newspeak, because he mm. doesn't know, like, what he's working on how things are going to be in the future and Winston's deleting the, the past. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess like their perception on what is and what isn't is different because of what they do and what yeah. their experiences are. Because like Winston didn't really understand why Simon was creating Newspeak. Yeah, like, he was, like you said yeah. yesterday, you were like, he was so excited about Newspeak and he was yeah. like, all right, like, <laughs> like, oh, like, good for you. Nice. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. they uh, have different. I think they have like different perceptions on reality. Yeah. I think even like not even like important things like stupid things from like even like childhood. Mm-hmm. Like things are different for everyone. Like in my memory, the mall Santa is about ten feet tall. So what? <laughs> the mall Santa is about like ten oh, feet mall tall. Santa. <laughs> but yeah. obviously he's not. But yeah. that's how you picture it in your head. You know what right. I mean? And yeah. that's a small like analogy but I think it applies to bigger ideas like things with the party's ideology and stuff like that it also goes with like how we all see our own realities different as well like you were saying mm-hmm. because like one might be like ah oh, I'm in school school rules like <laughs> that's very rare but like then someone from like the majority I'll say will be like what is this kid talking about? Yeah. This school, like, I want to get out of here. Let's get mm-hmm. summer, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, they have different percep- perceptions of uh, school or why, their own or, reality. Right, or why they like yeah. it. Like, they might mm-hmm. like school because, this is extreme, but, like, because they'd rather be at school than be at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a person might not like school because they'd rather be in bed or yeah. sleeping. Like, mm-hmm. there's just two ways you can you like have grown up or like yeah. your morals kind of the factors like. yeah that's a lot in here too because people who do different jobs believe in different realities right but the thing is that 
the majority of them have similar realities because mm-hmm. they have similar like they follow the party. They're they forced all, to do certain things. Yeah, they all are like, we're gonna do our jobs. We're gonna make Big Brother or not happy or we're gonna do what Big Brother wants, right? Right. But then they're because there are rarely people who question the government because <coughs> they get vaporized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're. I wonder if the general public is aware of that though, or if Winston just knows that because he works in the industry. There are probably like other jobs that like do something similar where they know stuff. Yeah. I think not as many people. I think people are aware because remember how like you were saying that there's like like they go and watch people be hung? Like in the middle, oh, yeah, they yeah. like enjoy it. Yeah, like they like, yeah, like the little yeah, kids yeah. were literally begging their mom, "Please, can we go see the hanging?" Like, yeah, yeah like, that's messed up. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be like mortifying for most mm-hmm. kids, but like that's like their entertainment because yeah, mm-hmm. they have a different reality than right. kids mm-hmm. nowadays. Because we <laughs> see it, see it as like barbaric, yeah. barbaric, and they see it as. Oh, this is. Oh, let's go down this to. Let's go down to the yeah. square. It's like going to hanged. homecoming. We're like, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's all go. It's gonna be fun. Let's just go watch someone die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much? Mm-hmm. Oh, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Nice. So. <laughs> his reality that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I think we answered that yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, we'll, I think we'll, we'll hit you next time. I think that wraps Probably up Friday, today. Friday morning, we'll have another podcast. Maybe do nine and seven. Who knows? Continue. Hit on. that. Hit that subscribe button. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Signing out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs>Okay, so first we should probably start off with um, the how behind the party. He understands what's happening. Right. He knows that... Okay. He knows that... Possible fight in the stairwell. Sorry about that. <laughs> sure. He knows that what's happening is that, like, the things like history's being erased and all that. He knows what's going on. But clearly he doesn't understand why. And I don't really think he ever truly understands why. Because he's constantly, um, when he's being tortured, he's constantly forgetting. And I don't know how to word this. Right. <laughs> he's not going too hard. I have so many distractions right now. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, alright, group. Um... <laughs> Should we start off? What do you think the why is? Like, why do you think the party's doing this? Because um, I'm pretty sure because it's Because they know how it. knowledgeable Winston is. And they yeah. realize, yeah. like, how much Winston has 
found out. And he knows, they know that like he's not forgetting the past like everyone else is. Yeah, he's and it's trying to also, hold on to it. Like he's not the only one. Like I think it doesn't mean just in specifics to Winston. I yeah. think it means in general, why is the party doing what they're doing? And it's just, you know, well, it did for total s- control type. It did say that they their plan is to get everyone to just basically be, like, no love, no nothing. They're basically just pawns mm-hmm. for the party. Right. And I think that's what they're slowly trying to do with the actions that they're taking. But they are realizing that these people like Winston who know about like what's happening or how the stuff is happening also want to know the why and that's like the one variable they can't control right but I don't think we ever truly know the why yeah because we understand a little bit of what they're trying to do but we don't really know what their intentions are. Right, or, like, why are they doing this? Like, why are they trying to cover everything up so much? Right. And we also don't really know, like, not even just the party's intentions, but we don't know who, like, is making all these rules and controlling everything. Like, we know Big Brother, of course. But, like, we don't know the specifics mm-hmm. behind it. Right. No. So, I don't think they really let the readers understand or get to know. We don't even know if Big Brother exists. Yeah, I yeah. know. I was just about to say right. that. Like, we've <clears throat> never even met Big Brother. Yeah. Like, Big Brother mm-hmm. is just this it's figure. Just Big Brother. Yeah, that everyone talks about and we've only heard about, but we don't really know what. Right. Yeah. That kind of gives me the intention that, or not the intention, but it gives me the idea that I don't really think that Big Brother is a thing. It's just a group of people mm-hmm. who are trying to... Like Goldstein. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, like disguise Goldstein their power. Like yeah. Um, so in a, in a roundabout way, we kind of answered yeah. all those, but he at any point during the torturing, does he get to know the why? And I guess... I well, it, kind of, because they do tell him like what their end goal is. So I guess that is in a sense the why. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he truly gets to know the why in the sense that he won't remember it. Right. And that they were very, they weren't vague, but they weren't like going into great detail about their plans. Right. They just simply stated what the end goal was. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's kind of similar for us as the readers. Like they vaguely kind of are. Like, like you can figure out, like, why, like, you know, they yeah. are doing this because they want control and they want, you know, to be able to run the world the way they want to. But um, it never really directly is, like, this is why, you know, the right. party is the way it is and yeah. why we're doing this. So. Well, it kind of did when Winston was being tortured. But, hmm. yeah, I don't really... So basically, in a sense, he does, but then also he doesn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Nice. Okay. We're moving right on to yeah. question five. five. All right. Question five reads, what role does Big Brother or Emmanuel Goldstein have in the book? Do they exist? We kind of talked about this. Must they exist? How do they affect Winston? Is Winston's obsession with Big Brother really the same as his obsession with Goldstein? Hmm. <clears throat> well, kind of like we were saying, like, 
Big Brother and Goldstein, they, I feel like they don't really yeah. exist. They kind of are just names that people throw around and are this, like, idea. Um, no one's ever, like, met Big Brother or yeah. Goldstein. Right. It's just people that, yeah. or not people, but it's, like, ideas that yeah. people turn to mm-hmm. for right. comfort. Right. Yeah. And, um... And I don't think Winston's obsession with Big Brother was the same as uh, his obsession with Goldstein. Yeah. Because he, like, kind of... With Big Brother, he was constantly obsessed with finding out more about it. Yeah. Like, kind of same with Goldstein, but more in the sense that he went about it in a very, very negative connotation, where he was constantly wondering why history was changing, why all of this was being put into place. Right. But with Goldstein, he really... yeah, he just wanted to know. Yeah, I feel like he didn't really question yeah. Goldstein so as much as Big Brother. I feel like he just wanted to know more about his ideas yeah, and whatever. Goldstein, yeah. his ideas, his values. Yeah. And I think in terms of do they exist, like like we said, they don't exist in the ways that people think that they exist. Yeah. Like yeah. Big Brother isn't a person, Goldstein isn't like a person, but the ideas and you know purposes that those people are exist to mm-hmm. you know fulfill. Yeah. Yeah. And they affect Winston as it does with every other citizen with yeah. you know. Yeah. Well with Winston he kind of is like like every most citizens like are affected by Big Brother and Goldstein in the sense that they just believe it to be true. Mm-hmm. They just go along with it. Yeah. Right. They don't really question it very much, I guess. And then with Winston, it affects him in the sense that Winston is constantly asking questions and changing his mind about yeah, what he, he believes. Yeah, he doesn't know what to believe is yeah. true or not. Mm-hmm. Alright. Last question, everybody. Well, we'd like to go coming to the end. directly in reverse and we will end with question number one. <laughs> um, <clears throat> which is just, just a series of smaller questions. But um, what is a totalitarian regime? How does such a regime attain, maintain, and increase power? What is its main concern? How does it compare with other political structures? Democracy, for example. Anyone want to start this off? Totalitarian regime. I'm so bad with government stuff. Yeah, I'm not very good with government. Um, <laughs> well, isn't it just like it, someone who total, total control? control? Yeah, yeah. Total, total control. It's not even necessary. Yeah, it's not even necessary. Yeah, and I mean, they attain power by like eliminating like a person's like free will to like yeah. do what they want. Type yeah, thing. so they they attain power to gain power, and yeah. they take people's power away right. so that they have more. Right. Which is why a lot of times totalitarian. 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 Yeah. Um, kind of typical governments don't end up well because the person who is in main power gets too much power and they just want more and more and more. And then the people start to rebel and it just kind of goes downhill because they take all the power away from the people. I think they maintain power by getting people to need them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like what they do with the, like, 
supplies and with like all the rules. Yeah. Right. Right. And then they increase power by getting people to follow them, mm-hmm. and, you know, blindly, regardless of yeah. those things. So, like, um, kind of like what you said, like, they, you, what did you say? You said they take away power to, or you said something, but, like, it's like, <laughs> so I forget what you said. Um, but it's like, so say, like, the president took away m- money from everyone, mm-hmm. and they made, and he made them, like, poor or whatever, and no houses, no anything. The only way that like people like us could get, could have a house, could have money or anything, was to go to him. Right. So like they need him, which gives him more right. power. They need. Yeah. They have to rely on. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Next was what is its main concern, and I guess it's just maintaining that power. Yeah. Um. Also, that like to maintain that power, we talked about how people are like have stuff taken away from them to gain for the government or whatever to gain power so like also the people's like rights and liberties are also a main concern Mm -hmm. yeah because they don't want anyone else to have power so Mm -hmm. they have no freedom and the last part um how does it compare with other political structures such as democracy um it's basically it's like the opposite of democracy. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone has a little bit of yeah, power. Democracy is you know, the people have a voice and get to vote mm-hmm. on things like that. And totalitarian is one group or, or one person or a small group of people mm-hmm. controlling everything. Yeah. Um, okay. Is that anyone else have anything to add? Yeah, does anyone else have anything to add? Yeah, no, it's, I think it's pretty simple. It's one has one <laughs> yeah. power and other, people have, yep. other yeah. people have an opinion wow. and power to vote and stuff. I'm afraid to say this is our last group podcast, everybody. <laughs> well. Uh, we will not catch you next time. <laughs> we will not. All right. <laughs>